Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Does my friend, the Elden Ring trailer has leaked. Now, it is a very potato quality one doing the rounds. People have had to stitch together four different versions of different bits and pieces that have leaked to make something approximating a two-minute full trailer. Um, but there's enough information out there to obviously talk about. It is a big old deal. I do feel sorry for the FromSoft devs um, yeah. because an insider report has touched on the fact that the game has been delayed internally a whole bunch of times, hence the fact we haven't heard about it in a while, uh, mostly because of the pandemic, because of last year. And it sucks that one of the, you know, the big reveals of the game is this sort of weird potato off camera thing where a dude is literally just sitting with his phone camera filming a screen yeah um and then just posting it online but there's stuff to talk about and it is still Elden Ring and they're still one of the most anticipated games of the you know new current generation so um we obviously both watched through it there's some stuff that I want to uh, break down a few things that I sort of picked out um I guess the first thing is that it's insanely rich color palette it feels way more yeah. Skyrim-y it feels way more fable um, where you've yeah. got like nice big sort of um like I kind of noticed that one of the mages has like a Gandalf style hat on uh, you're going up against like dragons breathing nice you know like obviously breathing fire um, and going up against skeletons and everything but the point is that it's very archetypal fantasy it feels like you know i mean i know that it's written by george martin um who himself is a big tolkien fan but there's a very there's a big through line of like lord of the ringsy old school fantasy here that i i don't know if i did fully expected like that level no. of color palette i didn't see coming yeah me neither i mean if you look at some of the things that were on display in this trailer like there were mm. you know skeletons or dragons like you mentioned but it, they weren't necessarily like the the dark Souls skeletons or dragons you know what i mean like they were very mm. much more of your classic fantasy ilk which is quite interesting because i didn't expect them to go down that route and it kind of makes me intrigued as to how this world is going to operate and mm whether or not it's going to be as perhaps you know gritty or as twisted as from soft's previous games like they've dabbled in fantasy before obviously mm. but they've all almost like filtered it through this kind of like surreal edge whereas this feels potentially you know not, not just judging off this um you know like trailer or whatever but from the leaks that have been before from the fact that george r, r. martin is on to write some of the mythology like you said i wonder mm. if they're aiming for a world this time that kind of feels a bit more lived in because for as much as i love the worlds that they've created before they almost like exist in these dream spaces or like these moments yeah. in time where you can't imagine like an average person kind of living there at least that's the vibe i get from this but i wonder whether here they're kind of opting for something a bit more um different i'm not necessarily mm. saying one is better or worse than the other you know i love me from from soft in whatever shape or form but yeah mm. that was something that took me kind of like a bit by surprise just because of how colorful it was you know it almost it like definitely felt um, like they were pushing even further on the stuff they introduced with sekiro in the over-exaggerated kind of um you know animations and stuff like that mm-hmm 
Oh yeah, it definitely, that's the thing. It feels like they're sort of reaching. It's like, this is going to be the one, like it's obviously their most anticipated game so far. And like, it's going to be the one that breaks through to the mainstream more than ever. Like everybody's heard of Dark Souls. Everybody's played a little bit of Bloodborne um, and obviously a little bit of Sekiro, but I feel like those games, I don't feel like people talk about their completion stats much with those games. I feel like everybody sort of bounced off them at some point. Whereas I think with something like this, if it's more potentially accessible at the beginning or it's this more sort of colorful world, it's got all these different locations that you can explore, then I get that that's going to bring in the wider open world crowd and maybe that'll be the reason that it can become like their biggest success ever or whatever. Um, some stuff that I sort of noticed like in there, some of the world detail, there's like one like collapsed giant, this sort of red magma looking dude who's like, yeah. um, part of the environment is made of this like ex giant race or whatever. Um, you mentioned like George Martin's the guy that's writing the law. Um, apparently he's he's behind the world creation and a lot of the law side of it. And then Hidetaka Miyazaki and all the dudes at FromSoft are doing the combat stuff and like you know, the box design and everything else. Um, obviously like their roles need to be defined a bit more, I guess, but it's it seems it makes sense that like George Martin would flesh out this whole you know like yeah. uh, ancient race or doing X Y Z and that's why the world looks like this and we're just playing the in the present but various things have happened in the past yeah, um, yeah the uh, horse mounted combat also shown off which li lines up with the older leak and that that's one of the things that they were going to be bringing in um, what do you think of the way the combat stuff looked it was very soulsy but they showed stealth as well like sneaking up yeah. behind a dude <clears throat> and doing like a stealth kill as well. Well, every single time, right? I think I've mentioned this before in users when we were talking about Sekiro. Like every mm. single time they do a new game and it's supposed to be this bigger, more quote-unquote mainstream thing, I always expect mm. them to like completely change the combat design. But yeah, watching this, I was like, oh yeah, this is just an evolution of what they've done before, <laughs> which is great because you know the mm. combat in Dark Souls, the combat in Sekiro, especially Bloodborne or whatever, like they've been making these steps. And this again looks like they've just built on everything that they've taken before, whether it's like the stealth in Sekiro or you know the kind of more basic but. Still Still satisfying like 1v1 boss fights where you've just got like your um torch and you've got a sword you know what i mean you've just got to fight mm. this big monster like i love that stuff it is from soft's like bread and butter alongside the world design itself so for me like as long as like they obviously you know fleshed out a bit and add in new elements which they obviously had with the mounted combat and stuff like mm. for me that's exactly more or less what i want i don't want them to change that up too much i like that foundation that they've already got yeah, I mean, that was the thing, like, with, I love the fight against the horse-mounted dude in Sekiro, where you can, yeah. like, lock onto him as he's running past you, and you sort of, you do a little bit more of, like, I guess you would class it as aerial combat, but I like them fleshing out that side of things. Um, there's a very, very small clip that's out there of, of some horse-mounted horse combat, but at least it is something you'll be doing, assumedly, in between other areas. The thing that I keep going back to is that big leak from a couple of years ago, which, yeah. uh, you know, pertains to, like, the layout of the world would be this sort of central field and a bunch of different kingdoms around the outside, and you have to go to each of these kingdoms, get some sort of object, that lets you go to the final kingdom at the top of this field. Um, very like Ocarina of Time style layout. Um, and the more that I see of the leaks, the more it seems to line up with that stuff. Um, one of the massive thing to point out is that in the trailer, some of the text that comes on screen, it does say um, an all new game, uh, an all new franchise, uh, mm -hmm. not necessarily a one-off, which I don't know how much they've talked about that before, but it feels like this obviously could be, you could do a whole bunch of stuff with this. It's not going to be a Bloodborne scenario. It is going to be their next Dark Souls. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what it kind of like sounds like, you know what I mean? I don't think you'd mm. whack that on there if you weren't planning on this to be this big, expansive thing. And mm. I don't think you'd get someone like George Martin to, uh, you know, write the law if it wasn't going to be this wider world. Because you can imagine there's going to be a history to whatever location this is that mm. gives you ample opportunities to explore and spin this off into a bunch of different ways. Like, you know, like we keep saying, this is obviously their most ambitious game yet. They're mm. making this huge step forward. And I imagine they're envisioning it to be this franchise or whatever. But, you know, for as much as 
I, you know, want that as long as Elden Ring is good. I do quite like that FromSoft has been this um, studio so far, you know, apart from Dark Souls, that um, they've kind of been able to like do what they want. They go from Dark Souls and then they make mm. Bloodborne and then they make Sek- Sekiro and of course they do Dark Souls 2 and 3, but then they get to make Elden Ring, you know what I mean? There's always something new coming from the studio on mm. a regular basis. Like they've been pumping those games out. It's only because Elden Ring, um, it's only because the other games came out so quickly that Elden Ring like, feels like we've been waiting for this for so long, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is not kind of, un- un- it's not like it's not normal. It's just not really normal for the studio who are used to like these really quick um, turnarounds and stuff. So I, I I can totally see it being a franchise. And there's definitely like the hype there. Like this game is weirdly yeah. hype. Like I don't, yeah. I'd never expected it to get to this level of ferocity where people are just you know bigging this up as the next big thing, perhaps rightly or wrongly so. And it's like I don't know how we got to this point. Obviously, FromSoft is awesome. <laughs> They've been making these great games, but it feels now with this title like properly broken into you know regular households and everyone is getting excited excited from their next game in the same way that you would from you know previously a cd project red or like a naughty dog or something like that you know yeah i was thinking of like cyberpunk comparisons of just sort of like okay let's not get too crazy let's just sort yeah. of like you know uh, like meet our expectations or see how it goes I, I don't even know what the general response to all this footage is yet like i saw the stitch together version obviously we're just recording this as our like initial thoughts on it um but i kind of wonder like you said there's that there's that really big intense fandom behind FromSoft stuff because sort of like rightfully so or whatever in a sea of you know as the gaming industry's got bigger they're going to do titles for bigger audiences for more mainstream audiences and i feel like a lot of people gravitate towards FromSoft because their stuff is like the gamer's game. It's the thing that's going to test you and you need to sort of get through it and whatever. And I go back and forward on the, the pros and cons of that stuff. Um, but I kind of wonder what the general reception will be to what feels like From Software goes Fable or From Soft goes Skyrim in terms of the, the visuals. Like looking at um, <laughs> even just seeing that amount of daylight, like uh, at the very <laughs> beginning of the trailer where you see those two giants pulling some contraption thing and they're all like uh, locked to it and they've got these sort of contorted uh, Bloodborne looking heads. Yeah. Um, even that in full daylight, I was like, oh, that's kind of, that's, it's a strange like mix. Like you've got something yeah. that is the, the From Software style contorted uh, macabre sort of um, enemy design or creature design mixed with this sort of big, happy, like bright primary color style color palette. Um, that I think that'll be, I, like I said, I don't see what the response is to that, but my, my response was, oh my God, I love that because yeah. I love Fable, I love Skyrim. I don't know if you had that feeling as well. Yeah, same, but I mean, I must admit, I've, I've done, the, I've made this assumption before, like I said, with Sekiro, when that mm. was coming out, I thought, oh, this is their big breakaway. You know, they've partnered with Activision of all publishers, <laughs> which was mad right. in and of itself. They've added a jump button, they've added stealth, everything's in the daylight. This is like mm. um, far more action focused than the previous games were, but then that very much turned out, even though it did make evolutions, to just be a FromSoft game again. Like those mm. kind of worries about it maybe being diluted or maybe them changing too much, like weren't really founded in here. Again, like I said, it just sort of feels like a, a natural progression from that to something else. You know, I don't want to be like, oh, well, they're changing everything. They're dumbing this down or whatever, because I don't think they no. are. And even then, it's not necessarily a problem if they did. Like, I feel mm. like FromSoft as a company is always sort of stuck to its guns and more or less done what they want. And if this is what they want to do, you have to have a little bit of confidence in them. You know, I don't think we should judge too harshly on, like you said, um, this stitched together trailer filmed no, off God screen no. on like a potato phone. But um, you know, when it comes to what they've done in the past, their previous work, and what we kind of know about the new game through leaks and rumors, and then official stuff, like it just—I I am excited for it, man. I really, really am, and I hope <laughs> we don't get to a point, like you said, where expectations are way too high and it can never live mm. up to it. It becomes this almost mythical thing that we put on a pedestal. But um, for me personally, it's one of my most anticipated games. Whether it's going to come out this year or next year, like they can take as long as they need, and I'll yep. just be—I'll be happy when I see it. And I hope it's a. Uh, 
hope it's a su success. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely same. I mean, like my thing was like, it's, it's weird because I think of it as being in the vein of Dark Souls and Bloodborne because I think because the reveal trailer was like kind of more of the same, this sort of like dark, this yeah. one lone wanderer, this sort of traveler and like, oh, Elden Ring and this sort of like, you know, uh, like narration over the top that made it feel like this epic sort of continuation of where they left off with like Souls and Bloodborne. And um, obviously, yeah, Sekiro has done the wider color palette stuff, like actually have cutscenes, actually have a voiced protagonist yeah. and things like that. Um, so yeah, I'm super fascinated by it, but I like the direction that they're going in it. Like I said, it feels like they're trying to reach bigger and bigger audiences uh, while the core gameplay is still that sort of from software signature stuff that you would go to them for um, but yes let us know what you think down in the comments below if you've been able to see the trailer it might even be pulled by now uh, or maybe the actual proper version will be live usually when we do these things the proper version <laughs> goes live that every afternoon. time so Every yeah, time. I mean, it's some good can come of talking about this potato footage if the actual version comes out. But let us know what you think down in the comments below. For now, I've been Scott from WhatCulture.com. I've been Josh from WhatCulture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.